say that I'm pro-black, but please don't quote that, cause I don't know that. I don't. But I know I've been brainwashed, my life has been sabotaged, they treat me like low jack. So how do you react when really you kings and queens treat it like outcasts? Just breathe and relax, I'm deep in the artifacts, you build the outlast. Oh no, I don't think so. Pick up your calico. Go pull a kick, dough. Go on the rampage. Mad cause you've been a slave. Go out and take something. You too weak to make a wage. You're everything yourself. Too strong to have faith. Living life at the bottom. You cursing thy holy name. People not showing love. So you should just do the same. Go ahead and hate the world. All it produces pain. I tighten up your mind frame, shoot with a straight aim. Sharper to sharper shooter with rubies to take claim. For what's really yours, speak up, get a voice. Realize you have a choice. Take it for what it's worth, find how to make it more. If you accept truth, this guarantee you a sore. I'm not gon' win to remain. Call the cost, I'm righteous. Your higher self is heaven, did you know that? Did you know that? Your higher self is heaven, did you know that? Stand strong. I have been so low before, don't wanna go back. No. Tired of being at the bottom like a low jack, low jack. Your high yourself is heaven, did you know that? Did you know that? Your high yourself is heaven, did you know that? Let's go. I have been so low before, don't wanna go back. So low. Tired of living at the bottom like a low jack, quote that. Oh. I have been so low, low as the serpent below the surface. Crawling down in the basement, up under the pavement, then know my placement. But place my mitt firmly on the shoulder of something sacred. They worship and all my praises payment. Upgraded my ship for the sale through hell, call it growth and development. Oh, you haven't developed yet. No. Keep doing what you're doing, thinking you earning respect. No. Deploying all your royalty, Lord, to just a check. Man. When really you're not growing, destroying your intellect. Limited Life. mindset, supposed to be limitless. Uh. Stuck in between these boundaries, it's kind of just like a fence. When thought it's so abroad, you're more like an abyss. Don't explore, just always ignore the context. Or follow the subject. Dig deep into your reason and see that it's suspect. It's not adding up to some things you don't get. Put actions in the questions instead of accepting it. They got us all in danger of raising the content. To take your energy and feed the lower self. Egos grow just to go back to baby self. On my own ten toes, now I'm so heavenly. Your higher self is heaven, did you know that? Did you know that? Your higher self is heaven, did you know that? Stand strong. I have been so low before, don't wanna go back. No. Tired of being at the bottom like a low jack, low jack. Your high yourself is heaven, did you know that? Did you know that? Your high yourself is heaven, did you know that? Let's go. I have been so low before, don't wanna go back. So low. Tired of living at the bottom like a low jack, quote that.
where it comes from. That's what I was trying to see. Pardon the interruption. All meetings to be open and closed according to the circle seven and the five divine principles of love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Happy Holy Juma. Happy Holy Friday to each and every one. Without further ado, we bring on the faithful council members. Great Elder. Shalom. Shalom. Giving honor to the Almighty God, Allah. Giving honor to our great and beloved prophet, Noble Zhu Ali. And we give honor to KOS. Might hear a little rumbling in the background because we got some bad weather. Well, it ain't bad. It's just raining and it's sunny. Watering the fruit trees. Okay. And peace and love to everybody out there in Radio Land. Our year to close. Peace and love, peace and love. How is the voice of Allah feeling? Brother Nazir. Peace and love to the family. Peace and love to everyone out in Radio Land. First of all, I want to give honors to the great God, Allah. I want to give honors to the divine prophet, Noble Zu Ali. Boy, what is Grand Holy Jumar is today. High vibrations. KOS community. Not as a self-platform. It is a great, great, beautiful day to have the spirit of Allah. So, it is going to be a grand day of unity, and I'm glad to see everybody on the on the panel. So, I'm just ready to see what everybody else has, has to say as well, with peace and love. Peace and love, peace and love. How's the voice of Allah feeling, Brother Demetrius? Peace and love, all. Peace and love, familia. Everything is well, man. It's a beautiful uh, Juma. Happy Juma to you all. All praises to the higher self. 
all praises to law and truth and character and all things that change not. Just want to say, man, everything is everything is love, man. Appreciate that, just the opportunity for growth. Just appreciate the opportunity for being able to reach the higher self and being able to have an opportunity to live in that. But uh, definitely looking forward to the show, and uh, I look forward to it, man. Peace and love, everyone. Happy Juma. Peace and love. Oh, yes, beautiful. Peace, peace and love, everybody. I just joined in on the show. Um, I want to first go give thanks to uh, Allah, all praises to Allah for allowing us to fellowship again. Also, uh, all praises to Noble Drew Ali, Prophet Noble Drew Ali, for bringing the information that he has brought. I do want to thank Chief Sharif and the KOS Community Platform um, for everything that they have done. I'm just ready to listen in. Peace and love, everybody. Peace, divine. Oh, yes, how beautiful. The energy is right and exact. Loving the energy. Yes, indeed. So as we commence our meeting, we commence our meeting. We act two of the more signed temple of America, the divine constitution and bylaws. All meetings is to be opened and closed promptly according to the circle seven and love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Friday is our holy day of rest because on Friday, the first man departed out of flesh and ascended unto his father God, Allah. For that cause, Friday is the holy day for all Muslims all over the world. Shout out. So, do we want to commence our meeting with any statements, any demonstrations, any presentations, any love? Experiences, any daily awarenesses. Shalom. Shalom. Friday is coming back awful fast, ain't it? It seems like it. I'm forever grateful to the Almighty God of Allah. I mean, it looked like it was just last Friday, and it looked like we're back again. I mean, it's all beautiful. Thank God for this day, being able to come into existence. I'm just forever grateful, and and everybody at KOS, you know, I'm forever grateful for all those who are still pushing on, pressing on, and fighting on, you know. So let us keep up the good work and remember that Allah loves us best. So let us push forward. He that endured to the end. I think that's what I read. 
So let us press on. I hear the flow. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, I rise in thought and give praises to the grand architect of the universe, the grand, great, universal creator, Allah. Allah put Allah in man as arm, leg, leg, arm, head. Highest love and highest honors to a prophet that demonstrated those words. Said, if you don't believe my works, or if you don't believe my words, believe my works. So shout out to the Holy Prophet, the illustrious noble Drew Ali, for demonstrating that arm, leg, leg, arm, head in the flesh. Highest honors and love to my father who gave life to thee and my mother who carried thee. All praises to Allah for giving thee a wife to treat with respect and to cherish with love. Mwah. All praises to all the hearers and doers of the divine word. Shout out to all the listeners and downloaders, national and international. Thank you for your support. Tonight's meeting, we're going to be discussing a preliminary thesis. Thesis for tonight is the economy of life. The economy of life. So we're going to be going into some of the working ways and functions of life and see the ways how life moves its economy and how we are put here to imitate, imitate, imitate the same perfection. So if we want to understand and how to tap into this perfection, we must understand the economy of life. Now, we don't heard plenty of economy, but the economy of life is not a subject spoken on. But what encompasses the economy of life there's two things we want to focus on. 
the standard of living and the quality of life one is living. So as we come into bringing the microscope under these two lenses, we must know that that there's a tragic happening amongst our people. And this tragedy has to do with the economy of life. Our standard of living and our quality of life. So when we hear to everyone on the panel, when we hear this question standard of living and this quality of life, will anyone on the panel step forth and expound their wisdom on the standard of living? Peace. Peace and wisdom, family. Love. I yield the floor. What I hear is standard of living. It it just kind of put me in the mind of the norm of what society has expressed or has written down as the blueprint of the way of life, you know, for the people. So it's like they set a standard for you to live by. So I guess you would just say the social norms uh, and the social pressures, uh, keeping up with the Joneses, and et cetera, and they put a standard, and they call it the American dream. I'll exit the floor. Oh, beautiful, brother. Pretty much in a similar context, looking at it as a what's deemed not by your creator. Society has put you in. put you in a state of living that's not of your true nature. And that is divine nature. I look at it as putting in a cage. Do it cannot roam as free as it can in natural law. And that is the true and divine law. So it's not of the creators.
beautiful brother. Would anyone else like to exercise our five senses? This is how we make the senses greater. Rising the senses to higher thought. Shallow wound. Economic of life. That's a good topic. Standard of living and the quality of life one's lives. You know, when I hear the word standard, I think of a certain kind of way. But when I hear that, I think about all the tests that I had to take growing up, these standard tests, a system that put in place. The only thing I'm going to say to standard is that let us be extremely careful of what standard we've been placed in a position in because it could be bad on your health and your soul. Because when I look at standard, I look at that as a way of life, especially when it's pertaining to our, our soul and our living. Living is a way of life. Living is the way you go about doing things. Just like our forefathers and foremothers have already set a standard. But somehow, some way, we're not going by that standard. That's why I said what I did earlier, be careful. Because it could be someone else's standard. And as I speak today, that's the trap that we've been placed in in North America. And it's time to get out of that trap and let us go back to our standards. Because God knows this ain't hit. Just looking at the, the 4th of July, we, we had a standard way before the 4th of July. We ain't just gained no independence. We've been at our. You see what happened just the other day? People getting blown up. Shooting all them bombs and stuff. Man, let me say this. The 4th of July, it sounds like a war zone. Out here in the country, all around. I mean, guns and bombs and everything going on. I say, thank God it ain't for one day. It will be a mess. But nevertheless, I yield the flow on that standard. Beautiful exercising. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Standard of living. You know, we, we set our standard of living. As the great elder pronounced, that living is a, a way of life, and standards is what you stand upon. 
And this, what you stand upon depends upon the quality that is expressed. So some of the qualities that we stand on that we express as a standard of living, that it's many variations that affect our standard of living, but this is not a topic that we just discussed heavily. <clears throat> so I wanted to bring this topic to the light. So, you know, we're going to bring in the situations at hand and then the resolutions at hand. But before we can fix anything, we must identify first the problem. And once you identify the problem first, then you can secondly move on to fixing the problem. It's not until your watch broken. You notice that your watch broken, so you need to get it fixed. So let's take the same scope of vision when it comes to us individually, but more impressively and import, importantly, as collectively. Now we're going to look at this thing from a communal perspective. Now, some of the things that we speak as a standard of living is one we're very familiar with, and that's how much you're getting paid. How much you're getting paid is something that begins to set your standard of living. So our people are very aware to how much are you getting paid. So the first creation of the standard of living would be the amount of income you receive. Second lien. In order to have a standard, you must have a measurement. And to have a measurement, you must have two poles. So on one pole is income. The center is standard of living, what we measure it. On one pole is income, and another pole is poverty rate. Now, this is something that is not pronounced and bequested amongst our community. So I did it in efforts to bring light to the community of going to the census bureau and pulling facts that has been recorded into evidence. So as we are aware of income, we're not aware of our poverty rate. So before I begin, I want to read an Internet definition of standard of living, of Wikipedia. It says, the standard of living, the standard of living refers to the Level of wealth, comfort, material goods, and necessities available to a certain socioeconomic class in a certain geographic area. 
usually a country measurement to find a measurement. So I went into our country to find our standard of living. And the findings were hysterical, miraculously hysterical. So what we want to focus on is the two lenses, income and poverty rate. Now, in the Census Bureau, they have this standard of living classified. The standard of living has been classified for the United States, and the standard of living is such. So when we use these numbers, these numbers is going to give us a measurement that we can then dial into to understand the position of life. So first, the medium income to have a a, a a middle class standard of living in the United States is fifty nine thousand and three hundred and twenty three. No, excuse me, fifty nine thousand and thirty nine is the medium household income. And that's considered for quotations middle class. That time is perpetuating that middle class is going to be no longer. It's going to descend to poverty. The middle class is either going to ascend to rich or they're going to descend into poverty. And by listening to these analytics, You make your own creation. You choose to make your bed, so you choose to lie in it. So this is the threshold. So a threshold is a hole that is a a point where if you fall beneath this, this pushes you out. Another word that they use economically is gender Gentrification. So this process has been duped under the measurement of poverty rate. So the medium middle class right now is fifty nine thousand and thirty nine dollars. So if you don't make that in an entire year, you are considered poor. So when it comes to the wealth in the United States to the standard of living, it goes like this. The highest nation that holds the wealth in the United States are Asians. Asians are reeling in over 81,000 dollars 
annually. Underneath the Asian is the white and the not Hispanic. And that is 65,000. Then they have all races, which is under those two, sitting at 59,039. So that medium income, that medium income is where all races sit. But blacks is not considered in all races because they have a category of their own. Now, underneath, which it says any race, and it says 47675 Dollars yearly. Now you come to black, black being the lowest, and not crossing the threshold of fifty nine thousand, sitting roughly at thirty nine thousand and four hundred and ninety dollars yearly. And that's measured from over thirty thousand people when it comes to. The black race. The black race as a whole sits at collectively at a margin of $39,000. Collectively, elders from 18 to elder, $1,000. Now, if anyone want to come in, it's available. The panel is open because this has to be noted. And this, if you have any concerns, please visit the floor. Brother L. Shalom. So what this percentage is this collected amongst all people who would check African American on their uh, tax return and file it? Correct. Whoever checked, black or African American. Okay, so we, as a whole, 20 bands short. 20 bands short, as a whole, of, of middle class. That's poverty. We below the threshold. Okay, I just wanted to get some clarification on that. Beautiful question, brother. Yes, I'm glad you asked that. Yes, that's for the classification of African American or black when that's checked. So income taxes, any type of returns, this is how it's getting monitored. Peace and love. Peace and love. Shalom. After hearing those statistics, it don't look good. And remember what I said about California. Now I see why. But can you imagine? And what you said, that's with from 18 to elder, 39,000. 39, 
and you look at it, the thirty-nine thousand four hundred foot finances tool. As the brother stated, where do all we build in our own economy? Having time to put into our our own mind to create, to produce. Because we are here on 40 days. Man, just makes me reflect on the generational purpose of how this has built up to where we as a people have nothing to show for. Something we call knowledge or wisdom. But we as a people have nothing to show for it. But I'm going to jump out on that as well. You're the floor. Salamon, I, I just want to come right behind you right quick here. Uh, you know, so out of all what's been said, who's in control of the salaries? Remember, everybody hollering about minimum wages. It starts right there. So if whoever's in control of minimum wages, your wages, the trap has been set right there at the starting point. There's no way that we can ever rise out of this going to him because he's in control of the wages. He's in control of how long we're going to work. He's in control of how much taxes we've been taking out of a check. He's in control of all that. So it's a no-win situation. I yield the flow. Beautiful points y'all brothers are bringing. And the two lizards that we're looking under right now is income and poverty rate. So we see the income is below the poverty uh, uh, standard, coming in at 39490 Now, let's viewpoint, take it to a vantage point of the income that is given. Now, look at the preceding races that is above the black being the lowest and the Asian being the highest. And it's four races in between those two. How many other do we spend our money in the black community? Or do we spend more of our money in other communities? Others. Beautiful. We spend majority of our funds with other communities. So if we was to start taking that funds that we have been receiving and still are receiving and to start putting it into building our own economic community, then we begin to see black dollars flourish because there's now a system of an economy that we can now 
flow our dollars into. When you see Asian at the top of the list, the Asians, they got their own food. They come from another land and come over here in our land and then make the most out of our resources where they bring in a whopping 81,000. Chinese food is a big business. When you see your clothes saying made in China, it's a big business. So within all the other races, when you go to outside of the Asian, the Asians have China market, Chinatown. Every other race, if we go to the Italians, they have Italian restaurants. We can go to, down to many names and nationalities. But I'm sure we get the point of that. We can see where's the economy or where's our own chain of businesses. And we're not creating our own economic system, so we are impoverished by other communities. Because now we have to spend in their economy where their economy doesn't redistribute their funds back into our community. So there's not an equality or there's not a balance. So we have to start seeing ourselves as creators and using that power that we believe in called the creator or the most high. To uplift our fallen economy. To start producing quality products and quality service so we can employ, so we can service quality employment. Now I'm going to get to some more devastating facts that should alarm us to how we should be reacting with a state of economical urgency. This is a state of an emergency, an economical emergency. Now, it's statistically, it says in the black race that 57% of our youth are unemployed. So every brother and sister that you see that's not an elder. One out of two is unemployed, which leaves our unemployed brothers and sisters no way of making income, which gives them a way to fight for survival, which by any means necessary uplifts the crime rate. Because babies are still being born every day and every night. And mouths have to be fed. And with 57% unemployment, and with 39 
thousand coming as a collect can't even borrow a hundred dollars from five of your relatives. Five of your relatives, you cannot borrow a hundred dollars. So we need to understand the circle that we are surrounded in. So we can begin to fix the problem that we are surrounded in. Now, poverty starts for one individual. For one individual in the United States, poverty starts. You know, of course, a dollar. But if you're not making $15,000 a year, just one person alone in Valdosta, Georgia, now in the poverty state. And if you do not make that annually, you will not be able to make ends meet. As we love to say, we, we love to try to make ends meet. Well, what, we, what ends we trying to meet is the money and the measurements. This money and the standard of living. So the standard of living that you live in and the job place you work at does not function you the adequate supply to a standard of living. Affords you the minimum underneath the standard of living. Okay, now, let's look at it this way. Now, we spend 40 days, 40 nights. We spend 40 hours. We spend 20 hours. We spend full-time, part-time, and overtime in someone else's, building someone else's dream, flourishing someone else's economy. Because the energy and time that you are putting forth, you are getting compensated. This portion that we are looking at, that is underneath 15000 you are getting the crumbs from the portion of what you are putting your time and labor in for the exchange or the compensation of the pay wage. And when that pay wage pay out, it does not last all the way to the next paycheck. It's all it's in, in the system built already. You cannot get out of it unless you raise your wealth status. So they have a system which is based on the national system, which is majority based on to the regions that make the most money. So out of all the regions of the United States, the Northeast and the West bring in the maximum amount of money. And the poorest region out of all the regions is the South. And the South sits in at 53861 as an annual income. When the medium household income is 59000 So we wonder why your check don't last until the next check. You always got to wait on your next check or the, to the first because it's economically designed 
monetarily from the cost of goods to the labor you put in to purchase these necessities to water and then all this measuring, this is what, what we never measured it against was the poverty rate. We just measured our income and we use what we have. So before we dive more into that, let's get some more st- statistics out of the way. So now out of that 39,000, now over 20% of black and African Americans are under $15,000. So one-fourth out of every black person you see is under $15,000 a year. And with that $39,490 annually for the black race, 0.5, not even 1%, half of a percent, 0.5% of black people with their dollars own businesses and land. 0.5%. Out of all the funds we received in our entire life, due to the standard of living, you have only been able to live off of 2% of your entire fund. The rest of the 98% is allocated between bills, health care, Inflation, housing, life necessities, disease, the cost of goods, and a little more. So in actuality, out of the 24 hours of the day, six hours of your day, you are supposed to be endeavoring into Let's put it like this. You have 24 hours in a day, and you you break down 24 hours divided by four. Four because of the four directions. Everything spinning is the four directions. You divide that by four, and you get six. So this is how time is allocated amongst you about um, amongst your employment. So out of 24 hours in a day, six to eight hours, and some even 12 hours is put in to the expense of another's dream and reality, only for you to only survive so you can make it to the next check. So everything you do in life begins to wrap around your job. So you only begin to do things to do for your job. So when we begin to see that we live only off of two percent of our money, then we have to see where is this two percent going. And that's where the two percent goes to the pleasures. Instead of going into businesses and land, it's going to pleasures, parties, Friday weekends. 
you spend all your money at the club. You you paid by Friday, you broke by Sunday. How long has this been a cycle? So hearing this news and hearing this data, one begins to correct the mistakes. Now you're not going to be told this publicly. So it's up to you as the hero to become the hero and the duel. And us who hears these messages to help one another overcome these situations. Because we are all tied to one cord of love. So the reason why someone always begging into your pocket, asking for money, asking for help, is because of these reasons. It's not because they don't have the money. Yeah, it does with mismanaged, but no one is receiving their proper allocation. And some families are bigger than others. So that's why we want to get to understanding the poverty state for one individual. It's 15000 So if you want to do – so we're going to go into the poverty guidelines. Now, this is the poverty guideline set. This is the U.S. federal poverty guideline used to determine financial eligibility. Now, for one person in a household, at the maximum lowest of poverty guideline is 12,140. That's one person in one household. You will be able to pay rent, pay your bills, and maybe get some food. If it's two in a household, then the poverty rate is set at 16,460. If it's three in a household, the poverty guideline is $20,780. Four persons in a family or household, $25,100. Now, we're speaking of individual, each individual in the household can assess or liquidate this amount of funds. And this amount of funds does not go to pleasure. I want to make that clear. This does not go to pleasure. This goes to your standard of living, your bills, your car, your house, your clothes. All this is determined by your income, and your income is determined by the quality of your employment. So where you are employed determines your standard of living. So if you're not creating your own, then you are building another's imagination to become a reality. And we see as the rate has been stricken, and it's been going, if we want to be honest, I, I, had, I did leave some facts out because this was measured from 1965 up the way to present. So presently in 1965, we was even lower. So, though it seems to increase, 
this is where the other side of the lens come in. See, we only been measuring income, and now we've been brought in the scope of poverty rate. So now poverty rate is measured by income, which is your interest rate, and your income is predicated upon the inflation rate. So if you make the same amount of money, but the inflation prices have increased, then now your dollars have become less valuable. And now what you usually get for the the price that you normally go into the store and pay for, you will now have to add extra funds in order to make that a reality. So due to that inflation, this inflation decreases the value of your money. So if you steadily spend in a time of inflation, inflation will deteriorate and devalue or depreciate the value of your money on what you're spending. So now that's why things that was once $100 are now $200. And the only time you will get it at $100 is on Black Friday or some holiday because it's designed in a system in a scheme. See, because a new standard is coming in for living of the new year, and they're going to sell you the new, the old standard of living. So while you catch up, as they say, keeping up with the Joneses is not keeping up with a particular family. It's keeping up with the economy. The Joneses is the Dow Jones. The Dow Jones is the standard in the poor. The standard in the poor is what governs the financial Derivatives of sort of any sort. So the Federal Reserve all are under the SEC. So all are under the IMF, and we can go on and on. But all of these have principalities in which govern them. And the principalities that govern them is the principalities that have not been taught to our community and why we impoverished. So we haven't added the people that's the brothers that's on probation, the brothers that's in jail, the people that's on parole. We haven't added none of that in the equation. Over a million of our brothers and sisters in those situations are locked and incarcerated. So a large percent of our population are incarcerated. So we have to understand the dichotomy that's being created through the standard of living. But as the great elder and the beautiful nobles expounded on the, on on earlier, that it's all predicated upon their design because they create the jobs. So if they create the jobs, they set the wages. The people who create the jobs, they understand the principalities that we are now speaking. So when we understand income, we got to understand income from the position of the interest rate and the position of the inflation rate. Now, currently, the inflation rate currently is 2%. So meaning that things that will cost this year will cost $2 more 
or 2% more of what it costs. And by the end of the year, it's going to go to 2.5%. So it's going to go into, so the cost of goods now is going to go half the price of what it's costing by another half of year. By the end of the year, it's going to be at the half of a price. And that's why they set up this Black Friday to give you look like a half off, which is something on the old, but it's really bringing in a whole new inventory of the new. It's a it's a it's a grand scheme and design. That's why it's been working for and so effective for so long. But the thing is, we ain't exploded from this. This economy is free market. We haven't understood the principles of capitalism. The principles of capitalism goes upon the principles of economics. And who has the strongest economy has the strongest nation. So as we take all this into the premise, the current inflation rate is, or the current inflation rate or the Fed rate, or the Fed's rate, because they control the money, the Federal Reserve, the Federal Reserve notes is controlled by the Fed rate. They set the decre- the appreciation and the depreciation value of money. So now it's at 2%, and it's going to be 2.5%, and by 2019, it's going to be 3%. So for one, if you went to investing or buying, get your items early now. Don't wait till next year to get them. They're going to be more expensive, $100 more, $1,000 more. Whatever you're trying to get is going to be more in the future. So understanding this principle – only way that changes if the inflation rate decreases. If the Fed rate decreases from a 2.5 to a 2.0 back to a 1.5, which we ain't had in centuries. I think this is like Andrew Jackson, but nevertheless, this is the current paradigm. Our youth have nowhere to go. Only place they have to go is a place that gives them pennies on the dollar, which they are at, which they understand that they are better than that. And that doesn't accrue. That doesn't add up. But if they get caught up in the trap, then it, it starts to produce a standard of living. So when you become 18, you become able to work. So when we are uneducated unto these principles, then we are unbeknownst into the principles of how to build our economy. And when we go to work, that we are actually building someone else's economy. Unless the owner looks like you. Not the manager, but the owner. And then you and the owner in the same community. This is how it works. And this is how it always been working. And it's called the wealth of nations. So we're going to take the same method, and we're going to take it and apply it to us. So wealth begins, we talked about poverty, Fed rate, the inflation rate. Those are the key to income, period, point blank, period. Everything, your loans, car note, rent, everything is predicated. Mortgage is predicated upon that premise. So if you know it, now you can be up what it say on your P's and Q's. So this is what we want to do. We want to be on our P's and Q's. See, so this is the mission is to raise our economic crisis to help each one get to the state of wealth 
and over the threshold of above poverty. So wealth begins one hundred and fifty thousand. You're not considered wealthy till you can accumulate one hundred and fifty thousand. So your family is not rich. Your baby, your child, your son, your daughter, your yet unborn is not wealthy until you can produce $150,000. If you could produce more than $150,000, or if you have more asset value than $150,000, you are considered wealthy. You are in a different class. And now you have different class of rights and privileges. Now, this is how the rich moves and how they move affluence because they of a different class. This is based on class systems, Asians, white, all races, all races, Hispanic, black. That's class systems. So ones can determine what class you own just by your image alone. And then just by looking at your income statement, one knows if you are affluent or impoverished. And that's why they check your credit score or your income balance or your balance statement. Y'all, you ain't just turning this stuff in for no apparent reason. They understand finances and economics. They ain't finna loan you something that they know you don't have no employment or income to pay back. But we don't understand that. So we get into this portion, then we're going to get to the metaphysics portion. But we got to get to the physical portion first. We got to fix the problem. So wealth begins at 150000 So if you ain't at a job that's producing you the amount of $150,000, then you will never, ever, ever, ever get to wealth. You might have it as dreams in your imagination, but physically, until you reach the, the uh financial statement of $150,000 or exceedingly, you have not changed your class from poor because there's only two classes. There's not a middle class. That's hope. There's only rich and poor. So you either making $150,000 Or you're not. So the goal is to push our people to a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And we can do this in three years as an economy, but not as an individual. Now, the focus is on the quality of life and the improvement of our standard of living. Jobs Quality services and quality product is capitalism. If you don't have a community, you don't have a market. If you don't have a community, you don't have a market. And if you don't have a community, if there's no community, there's no trust. So what is the national community for the black and the African-American? There's not one solely. 
But where's the all the other races won nationally? You know that through summits. Blacks or African Americans does not have summits, which shows that there's no unity and there's no organization. So we're changing that approach. There is community amongst our brothers and sisters. We just never been pointed in the right direction. We are always good doers. So if we are pointed in the way of doing good, we can do good. So light has been shed so we can do good amongst ourselves and start creating amongst ourselves. So the focus is on the quality of life and the improvement of our standard of living. So right now the trap or the rat race is jobs because they are now they have created your standard of living. Your house you in, the car you in are all being paid for by your job. So that is the trap. That is the design. And your design of the job is to give you just enough to give you so you can cover your car, cover your house, and cover your life so you can have just enough extra to get back to work. And with that extra to get back to work, you're able to repeat the cycle, which only teaches our children the same approach, that we have to go work for someone, that we have to go do for others, that we never doing for ourselves or going to people that look for or look like ours. So we indoctrinate them into a way of doing the same way that we follow. So the same poverty that we're trying to get out of is the same poverty we put them into. So we want to keep in mind some of the things that we heard. 57% of our youth is unemployed. Meaning they're not learning any skills, they're dropping out of school, and the only people helping is the streets. So if we don't pick up as elders of all youth of jobs and quality services and quality products, doomsday will continue. Right now, if you are leave this earth, right now, you are to leave 57% of the youth in debt with no way to go. 20% of us only make is under 15,000. Over 20% is under 15,000. 0.5% have any ownership of businesses and land. Out of 100% of blacks, only 0.5% own businesses and land. As a collective of your entire life, you've only been able to live off 2% of your own money. The highest income in the U.S. is the Asian race, 
and the lowest income in the U.S. is the black race. The poverty state for one individual is $12,140. The medium middle income household is $59,039. Wealth begins at $150,000. And as measured in dollars or measured in land, measured in resources, measured in commodities. A cumulative value of $150 asset-wise that's liquidatable. So when it comes to our people in that category of over $150,000, there's only 2%. There's only 2%. That is the $150,000 mark. So let's increase this 2%. This 2% is just a number alone. And we're going to do this by creating quality jobs, quality services, and quality products. This is capitalism in a free market. What you haven't been taking advantage of, those other nations around you have. The most marginalized thing That's of the most important of the United States that most people spend most of their money on is medicine, water, some form of agriculture, and some way of harnessing energy. These are not the most consumed products. Nationally So if If you have any range of Any any of those That is much needed Because It's time to get the ball moving It's time to get the ball moving Shalom. Shalom. It is, indeed it is. Uh, we ain't talking about up and down no basketball, Coach Peter. <laughs> we want to be, be clear on that. <laughs> Can I address something? Oh, the floor is open. This 
57% of our young people, look at this trap. You know, when you laid out all these statistics on all I could see by being wise enough to see what's going on, all I could see were traps everywhere. No matter which way they, you turn, they got you. Because you under operating under their system, under their economic way of life. You thought he was looking out for you because he was standing and grinning in your face, but you was too blind to see. I've been saying this all along, but no, you got to learn for yourself. That's why I ain't getting wrapped up in all that mess that everybody's going through. That's why I, I didn't get it, did it. I wrote down, you said, uh, 98% going to bills, health care, hospitals, pharmacies, insurance. And the biggest of it going in medicine. Remember I said a while back that the, the pharmacy made over $6,600 billion? And the trap on the youth is that if we can get him to continue to be a fool and we can get him to the jail, that one person at 12,000 in the poverty guideline, in prison, we get 60,000. You see why ain't no job being created outside? And you see why that European man told me over four decades ago, he said that was our new uh, uh, factory was the jails. And I warned him two or three decades ago, but nobody listened. You lay in the fight side right now. I hear the folks. Shalom. Shalom. I just wanted to uh, pull out the piece of when you were speaking about the 2% of one's income is spent towards pleasures and habits. Because for as a whole, we are the rich, some one of the richest individuals on this land with what we currently have as a whole. Dealing with the numbers and the statistics of what they collected of what the black African Americans spent out in a year towards items, pleasures, restaurants. Whatever the case may be, a lot of us are on limited incomes 
but we don't we don't even track the amount of money that we spend in restaurants. So in a sense we are economically in the hole by plan. But there's always a gap and a way that you can come out of it. That only a pure will and desire to get out of it. Because with every situation, every circumstance that you're in is always a opposite side of that pole. And just to be able to attract the vibrations in the environment in order to vibrate to a higher plane. As what you were saying, brother, we have to find that proper environment and get it to where we can start bouncing off each other to build our own economy within ourselves. Because if you can get that few and orchestrate that principle and manifest that law and bind it together with truth, we can find our financial, create our own revenue. But we must bring that that 25000 a year, that 15000 a year, and make it 30 to make it 40, 50. As a collective of minds who are destined on the same journey and of like minds, because it's the opposite side of the coin. Poverty is on one side, but on the other side there as well. So that grants you the opportunity immediately. So now that you have choice, you must choose. And I slide back out. I yield the floor. <laughs> beautiful. Oh, beautiful. Shalom. As Brother stated <clears throat> earlier about capitalism, your quality jobs, quality products and services, that's very, very big to me. And when you say within the the economics that builds trust within your community. And as the Holy Prophet wrote in the Circle Seven, be faithful to thy trust. And the man who relies upon thee, we are relying upon each other within this community to build up out of this $19,000. I take that particularly to heart. For the simple fact that I know for a fact that we can be better as divine beings, as divine, as they would say in the old days, black folk. Oppress not the poor and defraud not his hire, the laboring man. We are all laboring, getting things done. Rather, we are. 
helping individuals get their particular lives together. Whether we are building the community politically, economically, or even socially. But bringing in those quality services and products and goods. And I, I, I love the percentages of, or excuse me, what, quality products and services, the medicine, the water, the agriculture, the energy and electricity. Those are pretty, pretty big ones for the fact that we need land and agriculture to feed our ideas. Products for, in my case, let's say products for a restaurant, products for, excuse me, land for providing for that particular aspect or providing land to build a nation or people to flourish and be with each other. But, man, I'm I'm loving the statistics, and it's just proving it all right with the prophet's work. And, and I'm, I'm going to slide off, off of that. I yield the floor. I'm going to slide in because you're right. That's on point with the prophet. The prophet Noble Drew Ali said, our greatest plight is economic slavery. And the data has been released. See for yourself. If we can see this data, we can change this data. Once again, y'all just brought out some beautiful points. So now we want to get into the metaphysical portion. Okay. Now, the medical, medical, the metaphysical law of this same topic is the law of compensation. By the law of recompensation, meaning that the energy that we put in is the equal energy you get out. The law will recompense you for the effort or the measure you put in. Now, this is where we must understand when we say arm, leg, leg, arm, head. Now, to show that you are law manifested in the flesh as law is to understand the laws of the very much creator you are. So I want to point out a particular verse out of the noble prophets 
literature. And it's come out of the circle seven. The holy instruction from the prophet, chapter 35. Verse seven. Who calleth forth worlds by the word of his mouth? Now, who wants a different world? A new world of a higher standard of living, which produces a higher quality of life, divine by nature. Then if one wants to see this world, one must know how to speak the word. The word is how we change our world. So the change of our world is just a word away. So as we understand the creator is omnipotent, eternal, you are the same. As we know that the creator have instituted laws for the government of the universe. And you are governed by the same laws of the universe. Wonderfully varied are all the beings of the creator. The workings of these laws is what variates your world. See, we have to understand that the world is predicated upon the laws. And the world that we are in, considered in the poverty world, is the world of economics. So we must understand the law of economics. And it's as simple as understanding the law of recompensation. What you put in, what you get out. What you put in your text message is what you send out in your text message. The law of recompensation. You exhale, the law of recompensation will inhale. The equal measure of your exhale is the equal measure of your inhale. The equal measure of your world is the equal measure of your word. And your words are a standard. So what standard do you want to create? To create a better condition or to remain in the same impoverished condition? 
We have to understand this law of recompensation. We mentioned restaurants. When you pull up to your favorite restaurant and you place your order, what do you have to compensate the cashier with? Once you give the cashier the amount of the order, then the cashier will receive your portion. The exact equal amount of what you paid for your order is the exact proportion of what you receive from your order. The longer the line of the drive-through, the longer the time of the wait. Law of recompensation. If the car is on E and the gas light is on, and you put five dollars in gas. The law of recompensation don't give you a full tank of gas. The law of recompensation gives you the measure in which you put in. So if you put in $5 in gas, you're going to get $5 worth of gas. So the same way with your life, if you take no participation in building your own life, then someone else will help you participate into building their own life. This law of recompensation is such a beautiful, voluptuous law that gives the laborer its higher. The laborer is worth his hire is the law of recompensation. So if you want to go inside of a if you want to go inside a foot locker and get some new shoes do you go in there looking to get these new shoes for free? No, you're looking to compense them, to compensate them with what they're asking for in order to re- to be recompensated for what you paid for. So we understand that if you keep paying your phone bill every month, then the recompensation is the use of your phone. The service on your phone is the recompensation of you paying your phone bill. Now, these are all fixated realities. And who don't understand the law of the phone bill gets this service cut off? So the same way for the laws of economics. If you don't understand the laws of economy, then you get cut off from the economy. And what you get caught off, cut off from, you become a participant of another's because you don't have your own. So if you don't have your own groceries in the house, then you have to go outside 
of your house to get groceries. So what this beautiful dressed up law of cause and effect? is the compensation of your measurement. If a farmer plants an apple seed, it's going to recompensate a mango. The laws don't work that way. Don't matter how much effort you put into that apple seed, you can water it, sunlight it, you can even write on the seed. That you can write on the apple seed mango. You can put a sign say mango tree. And the laws will create a apples, a apple tree. So just as Johnny the apple seed, Johnny come lately and learn how to use the apple. The laws of the apple. And that's why one of the highest merchandises is the apple products. Old Johnny come lately, came so lately, but Johnny wouldn't learn from no dummy. So why the confusement of first finding who you are playing Scrabble with your own life will cause enough separation for this dynamic or this dichotomy or this design to take place. And by the time you catch up, we'll be in a great established position, in a position that we once not was in, and that you, brothers and sisters, was always in. Like we said, it was over three thousand millionaires in the nineteen twenties. Communal activities. The law of recompensation. What's stronger? The hand as five fingers? or the fist as a united whole. The law of recompensation. One delivers more force. Does you hitting somebody with the thumb or you hitting somebody with the fist has more force? So you as an individual or you as a collective, have more force. And you understanding the principles that guides this force, elevates this force to the power of that principle, which then magnifies the proportion of that recompensation. If you put a million dollars in your bank account, your financial bank statement says a million dollars. Put a million dollars worth of labor in, the recompensation is the worth of a million dollars. Very simple formula. KOS, 
This is the conscious operating system. The divine, the perfect, the perfected on all below divine, spiritual, emotional, mental, physical, including financially. So once we start using our energy to unite and to use our unitedness to use the force to one ideal, and then we begin to use our time, our energy, and our resources towards this one ideal, how would you get to $100 faster? One person putting in $100 a day, or 10 people putting in a dollar a day. Strength is in numbers. Everyone knows this but the black community. And it shows and it shows at such a horrible rate of how we use our labor, our time, and our resources. So all this comes through the insufficiency of knowledge. So when we don't know the laws, then we are answers to the knowledge of the laws. So we're going to go into the reason why you were separated from these laws. Shalom, you there, brother? Shalom, I'm here. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. I'm back in. Oh, I excellente. Anything? Anything you want to share? Not at this moment. I'll be coming in. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. The reason why we in this position is because we lack the knowledge of the laws. And when you lack the knowledge of the laws, you become insufficient in knowledge. So how we create better creation or become a better creator is understanding effectively the laws that govern all events. So we're going to come from chapter 43 involving the insufficiency of knowledge. This is why we were separated and dichotomized and never taught in the schools that we was ordered to go to on the economy of life or the standard and quality of life. So now it's time to play catch up. So the fastest way to catch up is the law is the knowledge of the laws of the most high. Now we start with verse one. 
if there is anything lovely, if there is anything desirable, if there is anything within the reach of man that is worthy of praise, is it not knowledge? Question mark. And yet, who is it that attaineth it? The governor proclaimeth that he has it. The ruler of the people claimeth the praise of it. But findeth the subject that he possesseth it. But findeth the subject that he possesseth it. Evil is not requisite to man. Neither can vice be necessary to be tolerated. Yet how many evils are permitted? How many evils are permitted by the connivance of the laws? Look at this poverty. Poverty is a state of evil. And look how this evil was per, were permitted was permitted by the connivance of these laws of economics, just by not teaching you or showing you the laws that govern this event is an evil, and the evil that would leave one in a situation that they will find no longer tolerable. How many crimes committed by the degrees of the council? See, not teaching yourself, others, and most importantly, your children. The importance of the laws of life, not just how to eat, not just how to wear fancy clothes, not just how to go to other places and enjoy entertainment, not just to feed yourself on life, but how to be industrious, how to be producers, how to be creators in this life so we can all be a betterment of society and to society. But one cannot be effective with mis functioning laws. Soon as your car get to acting up, you take it to the shop. That's called malfunctioning of the laws. So when something is not functioning right in your life, why you don't correspond it where you need a repair? Repairment of life is law. The repair man of life is law. Be wise, O ruler, you who rule over the body. O ruler, and learn, O thou, that art to command the nation. 
One crime authorized by thee is worse than the escape of ten from punishment. The one breaking of the law is worse than the escape of ten from punishment. This is how critical knowledge of the laws are. If you don't know the knowledge of the laws, then you have an insufficiency of knowledge. To have knowledge is to have wisdom and understanding of law. So we want to take this into consideration. And when you hear something good, now speak it up. Peace. I'll jump in there. Peace. Shalom. Yes, good brother. Come share. Okay. I wanted to just uh, put you on your spiritual breaks and just looking to review at some of the things that were spoken on. Um, it was so, one thing in particular when you were speaking on, when you let laws or knowledge of the laws, you have the insufficiency in life in economics. But it's just like on the physical plane of when you go into a courtroom and the judge say the lack or no knowledge of the law, lack of knowledge of the law is no excuse. As Beautiful. In that recompense. So it goes back to what you were speaking on earlier, the law recompensation. So if you lack laws, you are compensated insufficiency in all areas that you lack in. Because if we are in school and we have a test coming up and we put in effort and we study, we are in return compensated for our effort of a measurement of a grade. If we neglect and we don't study, we are still compensated. We are still compensated. The reflection of energy that we gave towards it. So it's the same thing in economics. If you put no conscious effort into economics, you are going to be compensated with poverty. If you put effort into understanding economics and being able to find your way through the system, your effort will be compensated with wealth. So it's the very same thing. So I know I have um, put in my notes, the higher and the lower stuff is the law of recompensation. 
if you are dwelling in your lower self, it is a compensation of what you're doing with your time. If you are in the realm of your higher self, it is a compensation. You have been paid your just due. But I had wanted to highlight on that. Speaking power, brother, I yield the floor. Definitely beautiful. Man, I love to touch on the aspect of law. And that was very, very well spoke of. It's constantly a higher self than lower self. That was definitely beautiful. But I also like to touch on more of, like, you want to take it to a, let's just say, even the laws of commerce. All are equal under the law. So it's in the point to where we have to, once again, build that trust within the individual. And it matters. Be expressed to be resolved, and I feel like we are doing a beautiful job of expressing out and raising the vibration of our consciousness to take in and put forth. So I'm, I'm gonna use the floor on that. That's just a beautiful platform. I'm, I'm Loving every aspect of it, taking my notes within as well. Beautiful, beautiful. Yes, it's beautiful that we grasp in the laws. I love the catching that I just heard represented. We are catching this law of recompensation. No matter what plane you're on, the law of recompensation exists. No matter what pole you're on, the law of recompensation exists. As the brothers beautifully explain, the higher self and the lower self. Where the higher self is a class and the lower self is a class. And both have their own classes of laws. And the classes of laws in the lower self is not the classes of the laws of the higher self. So the law that compensates on the lower self will only compensate that of the lower self. Until you use that of the higher, then it compensates that of the higher. Such, such beautifulness into getting understanding because once we get this understanding the boulder has been lifted off shoulders we will no longer begin to look at each other as a free ticket looking at one another as how can I get this 
how can I get that? Where you go to every other nation and every other place and you pay or you compensate them for what they're asking for. But when it comes to your own, you ask questions, you second guess, you even doubt. And all those compensate into wanting the value for free. And then even as the love is given from the overflowing of thy heart to give you that which is value for free, then those who take it for the price of free will treat it as such. It's not until you understand the law of recompensation. What makes those $1,000 Gucci shoes important is because you spent $1,000 on the shoes. But the shoes you got for free, you pay no attention. You value not. So let's not neglect and play the act of negligence on behalf of our own life. Let's not just pay attention to our lower self and find the compensations on the lower levels of the planes of thought. Let's work our way into the higher realms, to the higher classes of laws. And so just as you have different classes from Asian to the black, you have different laws that ascribe to each. Because these are classes, which means they fall under certain classification of law. So we got to understand the importance and the and the powerfulness of understanding the law of recompensation. As the owl is blinded by the radiance of the sun, so uh, so shall the brightness of her countenance dazzle thee in thy approaches. Who all has been tricked by her dazzling approach? The same way to those who connive the law. They come in such a dazzling approach. They come in such a way that blinds the light, which never informs you on the light or never informs you on the approach, but leaves that to one's suspense. If thou wouldest mount unto her throne, first bow thyself at her footstool. If thou wouldest arrive at the knowledge of her, First, inform thyself of thy own ignorance. So that compensation for the lack of knowledge, that recompensation is ignorance. So the more you don't compensate yourself with knowledge, the more you are recompensated in in, in Ignorance. So we must inform ourselves within of our own ignorance. 
in order to be compensated by knowledge. These are two different classes. One is a lower class and one is a higher class. The ignorant, the the bliss is of ignorance. And the knowledge is of creators. That's why the highest use the laws above when it comes to the plane below. More worth is knowledge than pearls. Therefore, seek her carefully. The emerald, the sapphire, the Versace, the Giovinci, the Hublot, the Ferrari, the Bugatti are as dirt beneath knowledge's feet. Therefore, pursue her manfully. And that's where you should put any effort of being aggressive or passionate or using your your wildest energy. To learn how to direct your energy is one of the greatest gifts. But we have to got to know how to train ourselves when it comes to knowledge. This is not something that you do passively. This is not something that you do that comes to you. This is something that you activate. The law's been here. It's waiting for you to activate the laws within. And so it shall be. More worth is knowledge than pearls. Therefore, seek her carefully. The emerald, the sapphire, the ruby, the greatest thing you think of on planet Earth as you wish you can have, is as dirt beneath her feet. Therefore, pursue knowledge manfully. Not your woman, not your enemy, not success, not wealth, not a trillion dollars, gazillion billion dollars. Now listen carefully. Lean thy ear. Here's how. We're talking about knowledge now. The way to her is labor. The way to knowledge is labor. Attention is the pilot. Attention is the pilot. Attention is the pilot that must conduct you into her port. Not the woman's port, but we talking about her port. 
you know that same effort you put in to be Mac Daddy to keep your numbers rising. It's the same effort it takes when it comes to pursuing knowledge. But weary not in the way for when you have arrived at knowledge, the toil shall be to you for pleasure. For pleasure. <laughs> pleasure. Joy to the world. But wait, there's more. Say not unto thyself. Behold, truth. The brother say bind it with truth. Truth. Behold, say not. Truth breeded hatred. And I will avoid truth. Dissimulation raiseth friends. And I will follow it. Are not the enemies made by truth better than the friends obtained by flattery? Naturally, doeth man desire the truth. Yet, when it is before him or her, they will not, they will not, not apprehend it. They will not catch it. See, it's something you got to catch. It's it's something that's not taught. It is something that is caught. Did you catch it? And if it forced itself upon him or her, he or she is not offended at it. The fault is not. The fault is not is not in truth. For truth is amiable. But the weakness of man and the weakness of woman beareth not the truth splendor. So if if this, especially if this tonight's meeting about the economy of life, if these statistics about poverty and how we can change this state and being creators and creating a new state, is that if that influx some type of weakness then it shows that the splendor of truth was received not cuz this splendor of truth shall set you free the way to her is labor attention is the pilot. Wouldest thou see thine insufficient more plainly? When you when you feel that weakness of truth hitting you, you know it's true and you still deny it. That insufficiency you feel couldn't it couldn't you feel it more plainly? Take a look at thy devotion. View what you worship, view what you love, view what you go after 40 hours, 
a week. What do you go after 24 hours a day? What has majority hours of your day? You know, we, you sleeping from six to eight hours. Then you working from six to eight hours. So that's half of your time spent on another's creation that would not benefit you or your children. And this is in this insufficiency of poverty of being thirty nine thousand and four hundred and ninety dollars is not plain to see. Can we not view objectively our devotions? Is our are we devoted into uplifting our financial economic crisis? To what end was religion instituted? But to teach. You, these weaknesses. If you go in the church and you ain't receiving these weaknesses, then you're receiving falsehoods of strength. You are to teach one about their weaknesses. To fix a weakness, you must identify the weakness. And the, being devoted to the strengthening of that weakness is not the remittance. Is not the remittance of thy weakness. Here to get reminded. Sometimes you hear the voices of Allah come to remind you of thy weaknesses. To show thee that from heaven alone. Are you to hope for good From the laws alone Are you to hope For good By the thoughts that circulate In your heaven The heaven is your Head And the head is the haven For your thoughts We need reminded We need Sometimes we 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 are so forgetful that we need to be reminded. Do it not remind thee that you are dust? Do it not tell thee that you are ashes? And behold, repentance is not frail, your teeth. Question mark. Now listen closely. When thou givest an oath, when thou swearest, thou will not deceive. Behold, it spreadeth shame upon thy face, upon the countenance of him or she that receiveth. Learn to be just in remembrance. may be forgotten. You won't have to remember no more. 
It will be built into the character of life, form the habit, and habits creates the destiny shaped by the character. The shorter the follies are, the shorter the follies are, the better. You want follies to increase or you want follies to decrease? So we're saying, do you want your knowledge to increase or do you want your knowledge to decrease? Because folly is the compensation of the lack of knowledge. Say not, therefore, to thyself. You don't say this to yourself. I will not play the fool by halves. I won't be hot and cold. I won't be one half. I won't be lukewarm. I will not play the fool. See, the fool, that show you the fool play the fool by halves. Not the whole, but by halves. He that heareth his own faults, she that heareth her own faults with patience shall reprove another with boldness. He that giveth denial with reason shall suffer a repulse with moderation. If thou art suspected, if you are suspected, answer with freedom. Whom should suspicion affright? Who should Fear of fright itself the guilty. The tender of the heart is turned from its purpose by supplication. The tender of the heart is turned from his purpose by supplication. The proud is rendered more obstinate. The sense of your insufficiency commandeth you to hear. But to be just, but to be just, but to be just, you must hear without your passions. We must be able to hear. This message, tonight's meeting, without the passion. And we can begin to change our world by the word of our mouth. Silence is the kingdom of the soul.
silence is something you always carry with thee. Silence is one of your secret places. It is emphatically and emphatically the most important secret place. Because this is where you connect with our creator. Not through the passions, not through the emotions, not through the feelings. Through the hearing of the whole. Faith is by is not by sight. You walk not you walk not by sight, but by faith. That's speaking on a higher compensation level. Speaking on a higher plane of reality. The faith of the word and not the circumstance. The economy of life, we see, is very important. And it just doesn't deal with you individually. It deals with us all. We are all affected by this economy of life. And once anyone's life is impoverished, it affects the boldness of another. The law of recompensation is the leash that every human is bound by. You are bounded by the leash of recompensation. What your character is, the light will reflect. Keep it whole, because only the fool play by halves. So in the first half, we talked about our poverty rate. We talked about our income. We talked about how income is measured. Interest rate, fares rate, inflation rate, down to the statistic evidence of what we are devoted to. We heard the tragic numbers with the good. And the good begins where wealth begins. Wealth is the health. When you're wealthy, you hold. We're not talking wealthy just on a material base. We're talking about the condition of your brothers and sisters. If you cannot call five brothers and sisters and get $1,000, this is a state of an emergency. Economical emergency And we must reboot our thoughts Into a paradigm 
that is sufficient through the working knowledge of laws and a community of divine principles. No community, there's no market. If there's no community, there's no trust. Put trust in one another by forming your very own communities for the upliftment of our fallen economical crisis. The goal is to get our nation, our economy, at a threshold of 150,000. Happiness and joy can be passed on to our children and let them reap the benefits of heaven on earth, conditioned by their mothers and fathers. Let's show that we love our children by loving ourselves to start creating a better future for our children, an economic future for our children. Thrive, swag, be finesse, be saucetacious, be drippy, all in our own effective economy. The focus is on the quality of life. Remember, the way to her is labor. Attention is a pilot. Focus is a pilot. So the focus is the quality of life and the improvement of our standard of living. And we're going to produce a better standard of living by three easy principles. Quality services and quality products create quality jobs. Products of value, services of value create jobs of value. And the people that works at their job becomes of value. All have an economy. Remember the law of recompensation. Remember the law of compensation. So when you hear words such as balance, My yacht, reciprocity, and economy. We are speaking about the law of recompensation. With that, I yield the floor. Shalom. Shalom. Boy, that's some good news. Good news. 
Now, are we going to apply that pertaining to the lower self? I'm glad you pointed out some real powerful things. The lower and the higher. The lower you need the economic. And you know what? I thought about that number where you said less than 2% and point five percent go on in the land, go on out of no businesses. We was fortunate enough to slide in down on that land. And I'm forever grateful for my parents for that. Because no matter what we get caught up in, we got to always have enough sense to make the best and thoughtful move that's going to be beneficial to yourself and not somebody else. People call me a fool because I wouldn't hardly go work for other people. That's what I saw then. You can have laid it out no sweeter. But I want to say one thing uh, pertaining to that 150000 where wealth begins. And if we got the right knowledge, we have that, all we showed up is the money. All we got to do, those out there regularly listening, all we got to do is come up with that 150000 and we could be on our merry way. We get the ball bouncing like my son said. Because I've been sitting up here thinking since you said all that. And just like you said, if you can't look around and say, hey, brother, you ain't got, can you come up with a 1000 150 people, that's, that's the hundred and fifty thousand right there. So, like you said, this time we get the ball bouncing on this plane and let us make sure that our soul is covered for the other plane. I yield the floor. Shalom. That is definitely some eye awakening information. The motivation to put you in, excuse me, to put you upon that right direction. So I want to throw to the prophets. Word, hold the covenant of our nation for a brief moment. Ye are the children of one father, provided by his care. The breast of one mother, 
hath given you sorrow. Let the bonds of affection for your brother, for your sister, creator, unite thee with thy brother. That peace and happiness may dwell in thy father's house. You're free, don't. And when you separate in the world, remember the relation that bindeth you to love and unity, and prefer not a stranger before thy own blood. If thy brother is in adversity, assist him. Thy sister is in trouble, forsake her not. So shall the fortunes of thy father contribute to the support of his whole race and his care. Be continued to you all in your love to each other. We are in this together race. And then raise your community. I am definitely taking these higher understanding. Economic slavery is our plight. And with that, I yield the floor. Beautiful. Beautiful. Love to how you closed and love to how you opened. The divine covenant. With that, we're going to close our circle and adjourn this meeting. In the sand, Of noble Drew Ali. We are interested in freeing ourselves and our children from our greatest plight, economic slavery. We, KOS, believe this can be done by encouraging, patronizing, and establishing our own business enterprises and cultivating our own acres of land. With that is long, peace and love to Allah's prophet.
ordained the noble prophet, noble Drew Ali. Love and peace to everyone and truth and wisdom to all. Peace and love, KOS. Peace on earth and goodwill to men.